You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldweg, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Israel, 5784, 2023. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Bracious. We begin from the beginning of the Torah. It's a new beginning, and in times of challenge, it's especially important to remind ourselves that there's always room for a new beginning. We spoke about last time how we're always in the middle. Until we're at the end, we're always in the middle. We spoke about the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu died. He didn't fulfill his final dream. And yet we return to the beginning of the Torah. And we remind ourselves that Hashem has a gift for Am Yisrael. Even if Moshe Rabbeinu didn't bring us to that final destination that he wanted to, we're still on the road. We're still beginning over and we have that destination. And that's an important thing to think about especially with what's been going on. I'd like to read to you a medrash in Parshas Bracious. There's so much in Parshas Bracious. And I want to preface it by saying that, as I'm sure many of you have been, I have, I have been this week very distracted and very uh, emotionally distraught over what's been going on here in Israel. And so I don't feel like, usually, usually when I teach, when I go over the Midrashim that I've learned, and I share them with you, so I usually feel like I know them on a deep level, I feel like I I have some deep message to, to impart with it, and I must say that this week, I don't feel as confident as I, I usually feel, I was definitely, it was, it's a hard, it was a hard week, it was a hard week, but still I want to share with you, and I'm doing this late in the day on Friday, I usually try to do much earlier, but uh, I still want to share with you some, some, something from the Medrash. Um, the Medrash that I studied with my son, Moshe Dov, it says in the Medrash, even Hashem It teaches us, the Pasuk says to us, that Hashem, when He created Chava, when He created Adam's wife Eve, Hashem built the Tzela, Different explanations as to exactly what the tzela is. It could be the back, took a piece of the back of Adam Harishan of, of the first man. He took a, a bone, but he but he built her. Now the Medjur says that the word vayiven, the word vayiven, which means to build, there's another, the, the root of the word is related to another word. Vayiven also means milashon bina. It's a language of intuition, of understanding. An incredible thing. Doesn't just mean that Hashem built Chava, that He built her. It can also mean that He gave her a special level of understanding, of Bina, of intuition. Women's intuition, right? We find... The Pasuk tells us, uh, <coughs> Pasuk in Mishle, in, in Proverbs, the wisdom of women is what builds the house. On a simple level, that means that women, they're naturally, naturally, they're the ones who stay in the home. They're the ones who raise the children. They're the ones who the children run to when they, they need mommy. They need their mommy. They need the comfort. They need the love. You need the attention. 
So Hashem, perhaps we could say, is, I don't, you know, doesn't say in the Medrash why Hashem gave them more understanding in Bina, but we could definitely conjecture that Hashem gave women this extra measure, this extra modicum of understanding and wisdom so that they would be able to raise the children properly, be able to guide the house, guide the home. We'll see in a moment that the the role of the man, the role of the man and the role of the woman, they're two different roles. And the role of the man is to go out and to be involved in the world. And the role of the woman is to be in the home. And that being the case, she needs this extra bina, she needs this extra intuition. Dutanenan says the Medrash, we find that this is the case. How do we see this? We all know that a girl is bat mitzvah at the age of 12. A boy is bar mitzvah at the age of 13. But there's another aspect of their maturity which begins a year earlier. And that has to do with vows. If a young girl between the age of 11 and 12 makes a vow, so does it take effect? And we need to know what is her level of understanding? What is her level of understanding? Does she have an understanding that she made a vow, a promise to God? She invoked the name of God. Does she understand what that means when she made this vow? So we check. From the age of 11 already, we do check, and it can take effect because she already has a certain level of understanding, and a certain depth. So from the age of 11 to 12, we check. From the age of 12 and on, meaning we check to see if she understands what she did. If she does, then it takes effect. From the age of 12 and on already, it automatically takes effect. We don't even need to check. We assume that she does. When it comes to a male, The age of 12 is when we check for if he knows what he was vowing, to whom he was vowing. When he reaches the age of 13, that's when he has the understanding and the wisdom to know that when he makes this vow, it takes effect, it has meaning, it's, it's, uh, it's a serious story that's going on. But what do we see? We see that women already start earlier to have Right? They have to be, the numbers that we're talking about with a girl are 11 and 12. The numbers that we're talking about with a boy, with a male, are 12 and 13. So you see that a girl already at an earlier age has a certain level of wisdom. And I would say um, a depth of connection and understanding as to the spiritual realms and the fact that there's a God. And the things that we say that have to do with God are important. And they're effectual. A boy takes a little longer to get that. The woman has that deeper understanding. And this is something, according to the Medrash, which is imbued into her in the very creation. In the very first moment, when Hashem created the first female, it was embedded into her this deeper understanding, this deeper wisdom, this deeper awareness this deeper spiritual awareness. Now, as is the way of the Medrash, and as the, is the way of our sages, this isn't something that 
uh, is so simply uh, simple and straightforward. I never heard this before, but there's a different opinion. And says it's the exact opposite. It's the way of a woman to sit in her home. To stay at home, as we said. He says that since the man goes out, as we said, to, he goes out into the market, and he interacts with people, the man has more of an opportunity to develop his intuition than a woman does. So according to Rabbi Yirmi, he actually says that the man is the one who has a higher level or a more developed sense of intuition. And the woman who stays at home, she has less of an opportunity to develop her intuition. And, as the Mephoshim explained, therefore there's a reversal of the ages you thought, and this is me talking, okay? You thought that a bar mitzvah for a boy should be at 13, and a bar mitzvah for a girl should be at 12. According, it would seem, according to Birmia, a bar, a bar mitzvah for a boy, he gets intuition earlier since he's going out. And therefore, his bar mitzvah would be at 12, and the girl's bar mitzvah would be at 13. Interesting, right? But to me, what's more interesting as I read this medrash is that it's clear that there's two different points. Rabbi Yirmi is talking really to a different point of what intuition means. Is intuition a natural talent that a person has? A natural inclination, perhaps we could say? Or is it something that develops as I interact with others? Rabbi Yirmi seems to say that men have more potential to develop their intuition because of their increased interactions with the outside world, their, their life experience, their experience out there. Whereas women do not have as much of a chance to develop their intuition because they stay in their Dalaramas, they stay in their, in their small uh, world. But it seems that what, if I would ask Rabirmia, who has naturally more intuition? I don't know if he would argue that women have a greater natural sense of intuition. Only question is, who has a greater chance to develop the intuition? Perhaps. Either way, what I take out of this medrash, what I take out of what this is saying, is that there is a certain propensity that women have, as we said, to spirituality, to intuitive understanding and that propensity is something which is a gift that they have that's not to say that men can't also acquire that gift it's not to say that men can't also develop a, a sense of spirituality a sense of intuition a sense of recognition that there's a higher force that exists within reality it's something that man, a, a man naturally, there are differences between men and women, right? And this is one of them. But it's something that men need to work on. And they have more, perhaps, opportunities to work on because they're more out in the world. But I think it's important to understand that the Medrash is teaching us that it's something that we can learn. It's something that we can develop. The recognition or the awareness of Hashem, I'm, I'm taking the word Bina here a little bit out of its 
simple understanding out of the context, the drop, because we did use it to talk about awareness of Hashem in the context of a, of a nether, but that's not the whole meaning of Bina, of understanding. What I'm saying is that men also have the ability, and the more that we, you know, the, the, each person has to use their abilities in the way that, that, uh, Hashem specifically tailor made for them. So women who stay in the house, they, and the women who raise their families, they have a more natural sense of understanding, and that's fine. And of course, that doesn't mean that they're completely limited, they can still develop it. Women still interact with other women. But men have to use the opportunities that they have, which is that they go out into the world. And as they go out into the world, they also have to develop this sense, a sense of awareness of Hashem. And, you know, I'll just make a little comment here, connected to what's going on here in Israel. You know, it's very interesting that... um, there's a television station in Israel called Channel 14, and it's a, many of the people there are religious, many of the newscasters, and those who are not religious are clearly pro-religion, clearly believe in God, clearly believe that Israel is supposed to be a Jewish state, and that we need to strengthen our traditions, it's very interesting if you watch this station. So it's been saying the entire time, Bezrat Hashem, Anachnu Nenatzeach, which means with God's help, we will succeed, we will win. And those are actually the words that Prime Minister Netanyahu used. Those very words are the words that he used in his initial speeches and, and throughout. The Shem's help, we will succeed. And now it's interesting because it's flashing on the screen the whole time, but we don't hear any mention <laughs> as the people are talking. They're just talking about the situation. And they're not per se hitting directly on the issue of with Hashem's help, we will succeed. And so I want to actually use what we just learned together as a, as a springboard to, to inspire us to look at the situation that's going on and to look on a deeper level. And I don't, want to, I don't want to point out, some of us are more intuitive, and we see, and we can, or we can think about the fact that clearly Hashem is behind everything in this world, even the most terrible, terrible situations. And I don't think that we've had, you know, everyone is saying we've never had such a situation like this, this depth of, of, of horror in Eretz Yisrael. This type of death. I remember um, 9-11. Many of you may remember it as well. The shock, the horror. It was two days after I got married. 9-11. The shock, the horror. It was intense. And <laughs> just like with 9-11, it brought the American people to a great sense of u- unity and solidarity. So too in Israel and throughout the world. This terrible situation has brought about an incredible solidarity, an incredible sense of unity. My daughter just now was involved in getting, I think, 350 challahs. She had baked some herself, many other people baked, getting it together in order to 
help out families from the south of Israel who have been displaced and they're, they need they need challah. I saw that in there's uh, over a hundred soldiers who are are uh, here in the in the Matnas, a certain public area here in Beit Shemesh, and they're they needed food, they need stuff, they need <coughs> they need food for Shabbos. It's incredible how everyone is coming to their aid. So, of course, it doesn't take away from the incredible loss, it doesn't take away from the intense pain that we feel. But we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge. We know that Hashem is in charge. And it's especially important to engage our intuition. And some of us might naturally, like I was saying, have a sense of intuition that Hashem is here. Hashem is doing this. Hashem is behind this. And some of us might might need to look deeper. And it's very easy to listen to the news, to watch the news, to to read the news, and to get caught up with the information. And miss the thing that's flashing, 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 flashing in front of our eyes, which is Bezrat Hashem, Anachnu Nenatzeach. Bezrat Hashem, with Hashem's help, we will succeed. The situation is Hashem. The situation Hashem put us in, for some reason, Hashem's infinite love is still there. Hashem's infinite wisdom is still there. We don't understand Him. We don't understand why these things occur. But we do understand, we do know, that Hashem has a promise to us. Hashem promises Am Yisrael that everything He does is for our good. Everything that Hashem does is for our good. And so, we also need to keep looking. Notice the flash. If we're going to win, it's going to be because Hashem is helping us. If we're going to win, it's going to be because Hashem is helping us. My son was in Yeshiva last Shabbos during HaKafis and uh, in Yerushalayim, and there were Azakot, there were sirens. And his Rosh Yeshiva said to the boys, Ein Oymavada is the thing that we need to focus on right now. There's nothing else besides Hashem. We've spoken about Bitachan here. We have our Bitachan podcast this week. Instead of doing Bitachan podcasts, I put up a Mashiach podcast. But the Bitachan podcast will continue every week, Bezrat Hashem. It's a time of Ein Oymavada. It's only Hashem. If I can remember, if I can have the Bina, the intuition, right? What does Bina mean? Bina means Maven Davar Davar. I understand one thing from another. It means I'm, I'm Bina also is a lesson of Bane, which means between. I'm reading between the lines. I can't only look at the information that's there. I need to go out to gather information and look for Hashem in the story. And we're going to have we're going to have challenges over the next few weeks, few months that are intense, that are great. And we need to continue to look for Hashem in midst of the story. And I would add, this is how Hashem created us. By even Hashem women naturally have a deeper sense of intuition. Hashem built us. The word build and the word intuition are the same word. Hashem built us this way. But I would add, the word Vayiven, also the word Ben, which means a son, also is the same root. 
as Bina. So it's not to say that boys don't have Bina, that boys, that men don't have wisdom. We also have wisdom. We also have intuitive understanding. And as we saw in the Medrash, there's different opinions as to who has a greater depth of wisdom or understanding, or who has potential to develop it more, be that as it may. We all have the ability to employ our intuition, to see between the lines, and to be able to apply that for ourselves to see to, and to develop that. and to, to see that Hashem is the one who's doing everything. Hashem is the one, Bezrat Hashem Hashem is the one, we can look for the fact, as we have matured spiritually, as we are mature spiritually, as we've worked together on so many different topics, and, and so many other discussions that we've had so, so many times over the years, been doing this for over 16 years, as you know. But here is where we put the pedal to the metal. This is where the, the depth, the depth that we've developed needs to become manifest. The, the depth of understanding, we need to work on that. We need to continue to work on that. And not just see it flashing on the screen as the talking heads say all of the superficial reality. But we need to talk to ourselves, to our children, to our families about Hashem. Just end off with one last thing that really anybody can do. Maybe you'll like this idea, maybe you'll do it in your house. But this past summer, there was a family visiting from Chutz Laaretz, from West Hempstead, New York. And the family is a family that we met, me, myself and two of my daughters. We, were, we stayed at their house during a search to Mechuvah of last year. We ate at their house. And they came to Eretz Yisrael. They visited. We, we got to meet up with them. They came into our house, and they noticed on the wall there was a big sign that said, A thousand thank you, Hashem's. A thousand thank you, Hashem's. We had, we had during, it was a little bit before Corona or during Corona, I don't remember exactly, we had put up a sign, we had put up a big sheet of, of paper on our wall and we started writing, thank you Hashem for my family, thank you Hashem for my house, thank you Hashem for my health, thank you Hashem for, I'm breathing, thank you Hashem that I succeeded in whatever test. Kids get to write on the walls, thank you Hashem. Now the Benaris who were visiting, they came and they saw this and they loved the idea. And just this week, they sent me a picture of the of the sheet that's on their wall, and it says a thousand mitzvahs, a thousand mitzvahs. They are going to do a thousand mitzvahs in this chus that it should be a merit for the Jewish people here in Israel, for our chayalim, for our soldiers, not just for the soldiers. I'm adding, not just for the soldiers. What about our soldiers on the front lines in the Torah world? My son who's sitting and learning giving that spiritual energy so that our soldiers can succeed on the battlefield. We need your mitzvahs. We need your support. Of course, send send all the food, send all of the all of the different things for our soldiers, but also send us mitzvahs. Make a sheet on your wall, a thousand mitzvahs. A thousand things that you can do to help us and recognize over and over again that it's Hashem who decides, who wins. Only with Hashem's help will we succeed. 
Only Hashem's help will we succeed. And that's something that requires Bina. It requires a depth of understanding. And all of us have it. And all of us can develop it. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us. We should be able to develop this depth of understanding. Whether it came naturally or whether it's something that we need to work harder on. Hashem should help us to be able to develop this Bina. To recognize that it's something intrinsic to who we are as a human being. Hashem should help us to have the understanding that He is the one standing behind everything, involved in everything, behind the scenes. He's waiting for us. He's waiting for our unity, for our achdus. He's waiting for our mitzvahs. He's waiting for us to perform these amazing spiritual acts and bring about an incredible Yeshua salvation for all of the Jewish people. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.